0: This is The Mark Milton Show with The Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division Trial Attorney Mark Milton and The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I
1: should have been a cowboy. I should have been a All
2: right, Smash. Yeehaw. It's the Mark Milton Show Getting with ready. the Smash. Yep. Smash and I both a little sluggish this morning. Is that fair?
1: Well, that's one way of putting it, but then again, <laughs> don't forget the turtle wins the race, man. That's right. Oh, We've right been on.
2: going at this for a while now. Yeah, Every week. Good. We haven't missed a week. I like it. So, this is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlayer.com. Smash, I went to go get a little cup of water in yeah. the break room here. Yes. Notice the little... The flow, the flow wasn't good, and I thought to myself, "Flow of the water." The station needs to call Bright House Plumbing because they got an
1: issue they're with great. the flow. They are Flow Masters.
2: You know, they're Flow Masters. Yeah. They're pipe pipe fitters, pipe pipe layers like the Spanish. So if you got In plumbing college. issues like they've got here at the station, it, it appears they they and you should give Bright House Plumbing a look. They'll uh, you can schedule schedule a appointment online. You go to Bright House Co. Dot com against Bright House Plumbing. They also beyond plumbing can handle uh, power washing and junk removal. Those are two other services they offer. What so. is the name of the principal of the operation? Oh, my buddy. Well, Chris Rhodes is, uh-huh. is one of the owners of, of the company. Who also owns TRC Outdoor, which is our our landscaping hardscaping uh, ah, sponsor. That's how it all. So you got beautiful. plumbing and you got outdoor landscaping. Yeah, nice, Anything nice. you need, they can take care of you. So that's the beauty. Is then they're doing a landscape project. And maybe you need to put in a backflow because you yeah. want to put in a sprinkler system. Right, They can do it all. They so check them that. out. It's trcoutdoor.com, yeah. brighthouseco.com for your plumbing needs. Smash, big debate this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Donald Trump conducted himself in a very presidential manner. I thought Joe Biden, again, you know, if you're thinking about how low of a, a threshold we set for him or how low of a bar, I thought he, pay, he surpassed that. By not having a total, you know, mental collapse on the stage or, or some sort of uh, he, he medical to event, be
1: fading at the end of the thing. Man. <laughs> yeah, he
2: was tired. I yeah, think he's tired. I yeah.
1: think Joe. Yeah, he's seventy-eight years old. He was looking at his watch. There. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe was ready right. to go his bed. He dry. was ready to hit the
2: hay, even when. When Jill came up and gave him a hug, he was like, all right, I'm out. Because normally he kind of sticks around. Right. He does this sort of awkward thing where he kind of tries to crouch down to talk to the moderator. Yes, right. Kristen Welker, who yeah. I thought did a phenomenal job last night. Chris, Chris Wallace. I was surprised. Should be ashamed. Yeah. Because she did it in a way. There's no reason he couldn't have done the same. I, mean, I know they had the threat of the uh, yeah. the mic muting, um, which I don't know. if they, I think they may have done it a few times um, when people went over their two minutes. But. Overall, I thought she did a great job. She conducted herself very professionally. And
1: let me say that of all the times I've seen her, I've never seen her look that pretty. <laughs> was, I mean, she looked killer. She's pretty. I've always thought she's pretty. Well, yeah, pretty always. Lady. I didn't say she wasn't ever pretty, but she like somebody did some Hollywood makeup on and her. And you could tell huh?
2: she knew that she nailed it because afterwards yeah, you could just yeah. tell like, man, because that's
1: a lot of pressure.
2: Yeah. When you think about Chris Wallace, in some ways, I think it's kind of ruined his career at the end. I mean, I don't. I thought Chris Wallace has become lost. a
1: joke to it. To right. it all. and then you know?
2: what's funny is Fox News after the debate, the first guy they have as a commenter was Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace, which I thought right. was just sort of awkward. And then they turned to Britt Hume, who I think Britt Hume, he's kind of like the the crazy uncle at the holiday party. Like sure. they keep him around Fox, and yeah, nobody, right. you know, he didn't really have a defined role. He's yeah. sort of this commentator. And I think everyone at Fox News wants to criticize Chris Wallace for the last debate, but yeah. it's sort of awkward because he, he works with them. right? But Brittany was first thing he says, well, I thought the moderator did a great job this <laughs> week. And sort of, you know, Chris Wallace right. was just, I'm sure, thinking to himself, as was yeah, kind yeah. of a dig at me.
1: Well, you know, the crazy thing about it is for Chris Wallace, he's just been chumped big time by a girl. That's even worse. Well,
2: right? well I, I will say this. I thought that Trump, you know, Trump— i thought was way more aggressive with wallace in terms of taking you know well, interrupting the, and challenging him and doing those things whereas if he would have done that it's just reality if he would have done that with welker that's a much bigger risk of brother, being yeah. accused of yeah you know bullying the, the female reporter exactly but she right. also held her own and i thought was very yeah, firm was with good. both of them and did a very good job what's also interesting is you know we had this um story break this week prior to the debate it was Pretty much intentional. The the Giuliani uh, oh, yeah, New York right. Post story about Hunter Biden, and you just you're just waiting for it to come up in the debate. Yeah, and I don't even remember exactly what the moment when when Trump brought it up, but it was you, you were waiting for it, and then at one point Welker did sort of press Joe Biden right. on it. Um, I don't feel like Joe Biden really answered the question. Um, it wasn't so, dealt with. For so that a long was my period. only. Yeah, that was yeah. my only criticism of hers. I don't feel like she pinned him down and right. said, "Do you deny?" That Hunter's laptop contained these emails right. and all this stuff.
1: But you gotta remember, she's on his side, right? But she did play well to both sides. Yeah, I thought I thought she
2: was overall pretty fair. And yeah. and and one of those emails they talk about, you know, is a business venture, right? Hunter oh, yeah. Biden right. is emailing with his business partner, and that business partner actually, um, I'm gonna play this clip. It's it's somewhat long, but it, it's. Uh, there's this question of who's the big guy, right? Mm-hmm, right. And so this this individual who was working with Hunter Biden, apparently, um, you know, came out right before the debate and point blank said the big guy is a reference to Joe Biden, and we're going to play that clip right now. This is
0: and grow to billions of dollars of investment capital. After months of discussion, yep. I agreed at Gilead and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino, representing the Chinese side. Hawk, representing Hunter Biden's brother, Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, we exchanged numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sino Hawk and its potential business. On May 2nd, 2017, the night before Joe Biden was to appear at the Milken Conference, I was introduced to Joe Biden by Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. At approximately and at my approximately hour-long meeting with Joe, that night, we discussed the Biden's history, the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, with which he was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. After that meeting, I had numerous communications with Hunter, Walker, Gillier, and Jim Biden regarding the allocation of the equity ownership of Sinohawk. On May 13th, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face-to-face. In fact, I was advised by Gillian Walker... That-
2: so that is Hunter Biden's ex-business partner, Tony Bobulinski. Bobulinski, right. Basically, totally destroying Biden's Joe Biden's claim that he yeah. never talked to, to Hunter about his international business dealings. Right. And also making clear that... And keep in mind, these discussions, there's, there's documents that show the discussions about sort of the post-presidency work of joe biden started yeah. taking place in 2015 before he even left the office so while he's a sitting vice president hunter's out there laying the groundwork for yeah. the big guy you know quote unquote the big guy joe biden to get this lavish you know golden parachute of sorts in terms right. of a consulting deal um with a chinese-owned company and and admitting that the purpose was they want access right they want access to the america you know top levels of the american government so that is corruption at at, at its heart, in my mm. opinion. And again, I just don't think they uh, really got into it. But then there is a clip from the debate where Trump tries to go after Biden on this on, on this big guy, big guy issue. And yeah. I thought I thought it kind of fell flat a little bit. It did. And I think the reason it fell flat was because Biden actually did a very effective job mm. of pivoting and turning it back onto Trump. Yeah. On the tax issue and his own foreign dealings, so it never really got the oxygen that I thought it deserved. But we'll play it.
1: I was surprised Trump didn't go forth on it heavily. I know know? he kind of, yeah, he kind of slow off. I would have called him the big guy all night long. (laughs) That would have been good. That would have been good. That would have been good. Let's play that clip.
3: I have not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever, ever. Number one. Number two. This is a president. I have released all of my tax returns, 22 years. Go look at them. You have not released a single solitary year of your tax return. What are you hiding? Why are you unwilling? Release your tax return or stop talking about corruption.
4: I called my accountants, underwrote it. I'm gonna release them as soon as we can. I wanna do it, and it'll show how successful, how great this company is. I asked them a week ago, I said, what did I pay? They said, sir, you prepaid tens of millions of dollars. I prepaid my tax. I don't make money from China. You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. You do. I don't make money from Russia. You made three and a half million dollars, Joe. They even have a statement that we have to give 10% to the big man. You're the big man, I think.
2: And so there's two issues there. There's this Chinese deal that they're talking about, the big guy. But there's also the Burisma deal, which I don't think got talked about enough, where Hunter Biden was making $180,000 a month as a consultant for this Ukrainian company that was widely regarded as a corrupt company. Joe Biden is in charge of overseeing the Ukraine policy for the U.S. Joe Biden pressures them to fire a prosecutor who's investigating Burisma. And so, like, yes, while Joe Biden may not have received, you know, he's very careful I never received a dime. Well, when your son is getting that kind of money, right? In essence, that is like you're getting. I mean, that was yep. that was what Trump was trying to say. But then he pivots to the taxes, and again, I don't understand how Trump hasn't been more prepared for this tax question, or why they didn't release them. Maybe that's his preparation. He should have released them a year after he definitely took office, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I don't know what's in these taxes, and I, I mean, I, maybe it does show that he paid nothing. He's claiming now that, and and again, that the the rumor is all oh, he only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in tax. Well. It's not clear whether that means 750 was the balance due. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you do your taxes, yeah. you've got, you know, the tax return shows the amount of tax you owe. But then you also have your withholdings and your yeah. estimated payments. So if he only owed 750 because his estimated payments right. were only short 750 that's not as big of a deal. That's right. But if his tax liability was 750 it's a different story. I just yep. wish they would have dealt with this earlier because you knew it was going to come up again. And now it gave Biden an easy out to try to mm-hmm. use the taxes mm-hmm. against him, even though Biden clearly is corrupt. <laughs> The other thing I thought, the, the okay, so early on, I thought Trump did a bad job on the coronavirus again. Mm-hmm. I, I wish he would, instead of um, focusing on this, you know, claiming there's a uh, a vaccine and that all this stuff, like, look, he needs to address the real problem, which is we can't continue to shut down our country. People are going to start killing themselves. There's going to be, I mean, they already are. We've got suicide rates. Yeah. We've got other health problems. And so... Um, Biden just wants to scare everybody. You know, he's talking about, he, he did the line again where he looked at the camera and did the, oh yeah bad. is somebody going to be not, you're going to roll over and not have your loved one yeah. next to you or not at the dinner table. And that was one of the best parts was Trump calling him out for being just a cl- typical politician. That was beautiful. And I thought that, that was one of, yeah. reasons, uh, one of the most effective reasons, one of the most effective moments of the night. And when he points him out and play the clip about uh, Trump talking about why he ran for president mm-hmm. and about how. Joe Biden is this guy who's been in Washington for almost 50 years, claiming he's going to do all these things. Well, what has he done, right? I mean, so let's play that clip. Do
4: it four years ago. Why didn't you do that four years ago, even less than that? Why didn't you do it? You were vice president. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do, and you're going to do this. (laughs) But you were there just a short time ago, and you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama. Because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. I would have never run. I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you.
2: That was
1: powerful stuff. That was powerful stuff. It was like the
2: knockout. I felt like he kind of yeah. had
1: him on the ropes. And yeah. Biden really had no, no rebuttal to that. Right on. You know, I, I thought to myself, when he, Biden talks about what he sees and all those kinds of well, you had eight years in there to do something. You did nothing, and now all of a sudden, you see this stuff. Well, and I also thought it was offensive. Of BS, it was offensive
2: man. to President Obama the way he tried to well, distance too, himself. Yeah. Then he said, "Well, I was just the vice president. I wasn't the president." Yeah, and it's like, well, you can't have it both ways. You can't try to, you know, be on his coattails and act like you know you did all these great things when Obama right. was president. But then when you get called out on the things you didn't do, like immigration reform, criminal justice reform, also a very effective moment where Biden says. Well, we didn't have, we had a Republican Congress, which is a lie. They actually had a Democratic Congress the first several years. Um, And then Trump turned around and said, well, I've got a Democrat Congress and I still got it done. So that was
1: also very effective. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I caught, I don't know whether anybody caught it, but Biden said, I want to do this with health care and I want to go from Obamacare to Biden care. And it's kind of like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) you're slicing the boys Head off right now, you know. I agree. I thought. I, I think
2: it's a gamble because I think you could alienate some some Obama supporters. Uh The biggest part of the night, though, I want to want to play these clips is the just outright lie by Joe Biden when he said he tried to say that he's never been opposed to fracking. And the reason this is a huge issue is because uh-huh. fracking is a big deal in states like Pennsylvania and Ohio. Yeah, which right. in our next segment, we're going to talk about the electoral map. But mm-hmm. these moments were. Huge. I mean, for for him to admit that he wants to get away from fossil fuels altogether uh, in a state like Pennsylvania or or Ohio, where they not only rely on fracking, but coal mining and natural gas and all these things. This is a huge admission from Biden. So we're going to play the transition from the fracking clip first.
3: To I never said I oppose fracking. You said it on I, tape. I did. Show the tape. Put it on your website. It put Nine. it on. This would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we would We would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? No new fracking. you got to transition away from it. Look, you're going to ban fracking all across America right now, right?
0: I would love to. Yeah,
3: I'd love to, too. I'd love to make sure we don't use any oil or gas, period. So look in my eyes.
2: I guarantee, I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel. We are going to end fossil fuels. So that was a clip from the debate last night. But then, So Trump released this right after the debate yeah. and all those clips of Joe Biden yeah. on the campaign trail saying, yeah. I want to get rid of fracking. And, again, that's huge for Pennsylvania. I mean, Trump yeah. has to win Pennsylvania. Yeah, Looking at the map, in my opinion, he has to win the three states he cannot lose and win the presidency would be Florida, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. Right. Ohio and Pennsylvania, fracking, natural gas, o- oil, all big issues. And then he also, I love that he called out Joe. for You know, he likes to say he's from Scranton, right?
1: I was just going to bring <laughs> that up. I love that kind of stuff, man. Biden's talking about, Yale, growing up in Scranton. You lived there for two years. 65 years ago. I know. Yeah. Now and all of a sudden, he's the blue collar guy from Scranton. And
2: that's the thing. I don't think voters are that gullible. That's what the one thing last night, I thought that thought was me, the, the best approach was just to call this guy out yeah, for right. being a, just a cheesy politician, yeah. sort of the lofty rhetoric that he yeah, used. Right. And I mean, there's no substance with Joe Biden. Right. None. Yeah. Even with the coronavirus response, everything he's saying that should be done. I mean, Trump and his administration, albeit somewhat begrudgingly, you know, he hates the mask and does the billion. Mean, he's doing these things yeah. that, that they talked about in terms right. of rapid response. So uh,
1: it just I do, kind of falls flat. Well, what bothers me about that whole deal is, hey, Mr. Biden, if you were the president at that time and all this stuff landed, this pandemic we have never seen before, wouldn't you have some startup problems as to how to handle this? Because nobody knew how to handle it. We know better now sure you can come in because you've seen the work that's already been done to this particular point in time and you bounce off that.
2: Well, and he's also just lying when he says that he didn't criticize, I mean that he didn't criticize Trump for closing off travel from China. He
1: absolutely did that.
2: There were tweets that he's called Trump xenophobic when he did it at the moment he did it. And that that. no doubt saved, you know, hundreds of thousands of lives by cutting off travel so early. Now I want to talk to you about North Korea Mm -hmm. because that, I thought that was kind of an interesting moment. Um, because they weren't really going to talk about foreign policy, which I think is a huge mistake. Because I think sure. Trump's record on foreign policy yeah. um, is reason to consider voting for him. Because yeah. I think he's kept us out of wars. He's pulled us out of these never-ending wars. Right. Um, Biden, the criticism is well you know you and uh, the North Korean dictator. You know are buddies, mm-hmm. and you've you've legitimized him and all these things. But I thought Trump gave a pretty good response on that. Okay,
4: you I got to give a, fact, a chance to respond to that he before we move do on, it. You and know, that's I, okay. You know what? North Korea, we're not in a war. We have a good relationship. You know, people don't understand. Having a good relationship Trump, with leaders of other countries we have is a of thing. We have a lot of questions to get yes. to. Not Your to, response
3: understand, to we had a good relationship with Hitler before he, in <laughs> fact, invaded <laughs> Europe, the rest of Europe. Come on. Hey, the reason he would not meet with President Obama is because President Obama said, we're going to talk about denuclearization. We're not going to legitimize you. And we're going to continue. Okay.
2: So,
1: Hitler what a that's not even
2: true analogy. No it's yeah. not even true. We did not have a good relationship with Hitler right. during his exactly rise. Right. I mean, we were basically isolationists yeah. at the time at post World War right. I. That's right. So, to say we had a good relationship with Hitler is just not true. Yep. Second, uh we I mean, we just did, we wanted to stay out of the war. I mean, right. we weren't we weren't friends with Hitler. I mean, right. it's just a ridiculous accusation and just kind of pissed me off that he would go there because it's just—anytime you say Hitler, it's just—that's a word that I don't think should be used lightly, and let alone in a false context.
1: One of the things you need to uh, take uh, adherence to is that the people they're talking to, the American populace, most of the people don't read the story. They only read the headlines. So these guys are talking in headlines, and they're making these statements that are headlines. That's what the people adhere to. They don't read the body of the work— where you find out the full information. Well, and also the foreign yeah. policy to me ties to the energy issue, which is you know fuel
2: gas prices are low, yeah. right? Yeah. And Trump talked about how we're we are not dependent on foreign uh, right. foreign sources of energy, and yeah. I think that's a huge deal. I it mean, is. we've become energy independent, and then the reason we've become energy independent is because we had the huge fracking boom. We've we've uh, expanded oil production. We've invested in things like you know Tesla, um, solar energy, yeah. wind, all these things, but like. As Trump pointed out, solar and wind are not these replacements for, you know, coal and, and, and oil-based right. or, or, or fossil fuels. And so for Trump to also, I thought, or excuse me, Biden to admit that he wants to get rid of fossil fuels, even Welker, the moderator, I want to play this clip. Yeah. It was sort of amazing, like the way she says she goes, why would you do that? But let's play the clip and you can hear it for yourself.
3: Pollutions, that it, the pollutants coming out of those fence line communities. Okay, I have one final question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls, would you close it down falls, the oil the way, industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. a big statement. That's it big is statement. a big statement that's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> the oil industry pollutes
2: significantly. Oh, no. See, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's such a ridiculous thing to say, yeah. in my opinion, when you have our economy so dependent on fossil fuels. Yeah. And, and also, if you're talking about the environment, you know, well, is China going to stop polluting? Is, is India going to stop using, yeah. you know, fossil fuels to run their factories and all these things? It's just, yeah. to me, it's a totally unrealistic uh, thing to say. And again, I think he's going to alienate voters in some of these key states. We're, we're going to talk about, in the next segment, right. we're going to look at the electoral map. I want to get your thoughts on where you think Trump can win and, and whether or not he can. I don't know. I'm looking at it last right. night, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if it can happen. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if, if Trump...
1: Can get the states he's gonna need to do it. But well, based on his performance uh Thursday night, I, I thought to myself, you know, there's a chance that he could win this thing. Because right now they they, the press, have got him in a big loss position. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we'll see what's gonna happen. I mean, we still
2: got ten days or roughly less than ten days Nine before until less than ten days before the election. Um I actually voted. I, oh, you uh, yeah, voted? I voted what do you, yeah, what do you i did think absentee, of that by the way so i'm gonna be out of town um, when, we, when we come back when we come back. when
1: we come back we'll talk All about right.
2: that now i do want to tell you about miller furniture still got time to get in there and get some furniture before it gets too cold you know you want to get your house nice and set up for the yeah. winter please check out miller furniture you can shop online MillerFurniture.com. it's m-u-e-l-l-e-r furniture.com they've got showrooms in belleville illinois downtown belleville and lake st louis so mm-hmm. no matter where you are in the St. Louis area, you've got a, a relatively convenient location for you. They offer free delivery on most of their most of their products, and they also offer a unbelievable selection of American-made furniture. That's yep. why I love Miller, um, because you can go in there, you can buy stuff off the floor, but you can also custom order things. That you think when you say custom order, you think oh, that sounds expensive. Yeah, it's really not. It's right. actually very affordable. Yeah. Um, but they're they are. We've talked about the heirloom pieces. These are this yeah. is high end quality furniture at an affordable price. Please check out Miller Furniture, studio sponsors, Miller Furniture, M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com. Yes, man. Let me ask
1: you, man, when you get a couch, a guy like you, are you like uh, a plush couch type of guy or are you like a throw pillow type of guy?
2: Uh Definitely not throw pillows. My wife has pillows everywhere. It kind of drives me crazy. I like a good, solid cushion. Exactly. Just like no, I prefer yeah. no extraneous exactly right. pillows. She has a lot of pillows yeah. kind of everywhere. Yeah. But. But you, you gotta like deal them with it. because it's your wife. Well, now we got this, this dog. Yeah. I and mean, he's getting huge, and he just runs around and tears. And the, tears pillows, the pillows are just, up? yeah, oh, it's just fodder. Oh. No. So uh, no, I, I like a. I either like leather, yeah. I like a good leather, That's or good. just a nice solid fabric. Yeah. Firm, really firm. No, I was just uh, looking for like a at good, you. a good arm to rest my head on. Yeah. You know, maybe one pillow there. Well, yeah, that would be I like, correct. But I like a chase. That's my big thing chase like you get a on the end like kind of layout or recliner you can do all that miller can do all that you can customize it you get a recliner you can get a a firm chase whatever you need and again american made that's the that's the big thing all right when we come back we're going to talk about the electoral map whether trump can win uh we're going to talk about my election day plans and uh get smash's take on who's going to win i want to get i want to get smash prediction this is the mark milton show with the smash